Hello, and welcome to Single Sounds. I'm your host, Katie Mack, and if you are looking for a hot date to match the weather today, you've come to the right place. This character really lives life to the full. He brought round a stunning bottle of rosé and I loved getting to know him. A true Londoner through and through, he has some awesome stories and top recommendations. And he also has some interesting ideas about how to move our incredible city to the next level. Welcome to Single Sounds, the one with Mother Teresa's blessing. Hello, good afternoon. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Very happy you are here. So let's dive into your profile. You're okay. who, what, where. So who are you sexually attracted to? Um, women. Um, yes, yeah, it always has been that way. Yeah, fine. Fair enough. Nothing more to say? Uh, nothing more to say. <laughs> and what are you looking for? So I think I've been lucky to have experienced a lot of life by myself, comfortable in my own in my own company but mm. I think I'm at that stage of life where all my friends are getting married and some of them have had kids and that's not a reason to get married or to have kids but I think it's probably time in life where I look to share things with other people try to learn things from other people try to teach things to other people so mm. looking for something a little bit longer term now yeah cool yeah do you have any like height age preferences so here's my like it's funny because so I'm 28 um I'm five foot nine and a half I don't know when the world became like the NBA that everyone's seeking a six foot <laughs> six foot you know six foot bad but I, I did love the nine and a half yeah, yeah. <laughs> with shoes it's is, yeah with shoes is six foot right because we let's make it let's make it like the nba i mean i play professional football at five nine and a half i mean i'm a world basketball champion at five nine and a half so you know i feel like i do anything with that height um yeah. i think it's been overplayed these days but it is what it is if that's yeah. what you're attracted to that's what you're attracted to yeah the average height of a woman in the uk is like five three yeah you know, i don't know why everyone wants six foot when there's that much gap I mean, are you going to be playing basketball with your boyfriends? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, as I said, I'm 28. I'm a doctor. So I also know that, you know, women, it gets a bit, you know, stats show that as you get older, it's a little bit hard to conceive and there are a few problems. So, um, and obviously I'm looking in the next couple of years. So I think between, I would say between 24 and 30, 31, 32 yeah. would be that, the upper age because, you know, we want everything to go smoothly. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Just being a little bit conscious, not to say that these things always happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be in your own age range, I think, of as well. Of course, of course. Like, yeah. it works quite well. Yeah. So, makes sense. And how about where? Yeah, so I'm a London boy, North London boy specifically. <laughs> and people from North London, we have a rule, you know, the tube barely goes south of the river, so we don't. I mean, I just, <laughs> I don't know, I just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I, I live in North London, happy to travel around. You know, I'm happy in my own company with my headphones and my phone reading. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, an hour away is, isn't even a problem. I'm quite international, I have friends all around the world, so I travel a lot, so... Anyone from anywhere wants to hit me up and we can do this somewhere in the continent or in America, we could do that. But preferably not somewhere where just EasyJet flies because it'll probably get cancelled. Yeah, you probably won't make it. <laughs> exactly. Get stranded at the airport and do a date for one again. Yeah, so you like to travel a lot then? I love it. Yeah. It's the best thing. I do too, to be yeah. fair. Do you try and go often? I think, I think short and sweet sums it up I like mm. to do weekends away yeah um, it helps when you have friends like across the world because I studied abroad so it makes things a lot easier when you can just stay at friends or that you know they have places where yeah. you can meet them and 100% yeah it makes it it's the best when you can fly somewhere and not pay for accommodation yeah yeah so that's a perk if you want to date me you get free accommodation in certain European countries <laughs> first perk of you yeah, I love exactly. that <laughs> 
I mean, it literally halves the cost, if not more, because accommodation is mad, especially in the States. It's actually crazy. So don't you feel that you'd be more tempted to go on holiday? It makes it easier to go because you're like, okay, well, I'll just pay in the flights and I don't need to pay a mm. comm. So I'll be like, yeah, all right. The flights might be a bit more spenny, but you can go yeah, anywhere. Yeah. And I think when you're there, you then yeah. are a bit more like free with your money because you're like, well, I'm not paying for accommodation. Yeah. So you can actually like have those experiences and not, not feel too guilty about them. Of course. <laughs> Of course. Go to that like $100 steak restaurant. <laughs> I know. Who, Salt Bay everywhere you go. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Okay. Let me know your two truths and a lie. All right. Here you go. Three statements. Here you go. So first statement is mm-hmm. I've been on the Arsenal private jet. Oh, mm. big statement. Yeah. Second statement is when I was younger, I had an operation and the surgeon took out the wrong body part. <gasps> okay. And the third statement is when I was in the womb, I was blessed by Mother Teresa. <laughs> These are amazing. I know. Wow. Oh, I've really got no idea. They're all so outrageous. Arsenal Jet. I know North London, so that if you are going to support a team, that wouldn't be like a crazy one to pick. So that makes sense. The the wrong body part one actually shocked me. I hope that's the lie because that is like awful. Maybe that's what inspired you to become a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> oh my, could you imagine? Yeah. Third one. So Mother Teresa blessed your mum when she yeah, was she, pregnant. She, she held her belly. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so rogue to make up. I'm going to go Arsenal Jets the lie. That is not the lie. Damn. So one of my mates' granddad's quite high up in Arsenal. One day he just told me, do you want to go to a game? I said, yeah. About five hours later, we were in a private jet. Oh, mad. Best, one of the top 10 days of my life. That is so cool. So, yeah. yeah. And then the Mother Teresa one is legit as well. Legit. Famous photo in my family. It's not framed, but I should frame it. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's my mum my mom and my dad holding hands and Mother Teresa's hands on hands my mum's belly. So that's the second perk. I'm blessed. Yeah. 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 I bet they thought like you were going to be some like, I don't know, miracle child. <laughs> so, so before, I think there's a famous story about two days before that. They went to a temple and my mum didn't give this like priest money and he was like oh this is oh, he's yeah. gonna be born with like what you know you know he's ridiculous yeah it's gonna like, be cursed yeah he's like cursed and then, so i think they went to the orphanage afterwards so to meet mother Teresa just to like bless it out <laughs> like reverse yeah, yeah exactly to, to reverse the shaman's curse <laughs> that's so crazy that he'd like curse an unborn child though. that's what they do for sometimes they do that for money it's really bad that's so bad so the lie is the, the wrong organ. I had an appendicectomy and the appendix was inflamed, but there was also another bit inflamed, so they took out everything. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, it wasn't the wrong organ. It was actually the appendix. Fine. Yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> they were very good two truths and a lie, yes. honestly. I was impressed. Thanks. I don't think I was ever guessing that. All those really hard to make up, so. Yeah. Very, very good. Okay, moving on. All right. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know your best dating story. So originally we decided it was going to be best, worst and funniest. So you're going to get, it's going to be like a whole story of how, like you're going to go through all the emotions of this one, right? <laughs> the roller coaster, yeah, I'm right. ready, I'm you, ready. Are you ready, right? Yeah. So it goes from best, well, look, we'll go for it and then, we can, and then you can see the emotions. So um, it was actually a few weeks ago. Um, oh, really fresh. Actually, a couple of, yeah, a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago, I was invited to um, the launch of this high-end Italian brand's fashion collaboration Ooh. with another high-end Italian fashion brand. Nice. So there's a collaboration. Yeah. Got invited to the launch in Bond Street. Amazing. Just got back from Miami Grand Prix. Didn't have... Didn't have <laughs> Your just, life. Just throw it in there. Just throw it in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I had been in contact with a lot of people recently. So um, just sent out basically a broad spectrum of invites to a load of people like, oh, I'm going to Bond Street. There's got this fashion launch. Do you want to come? Mm. And one of my friends was a friend said, yeah, oh, I'd love to come. Like, why don't I come? So I was like, okay, I had work the next day and they had an event the next day as well. So we were like, we're going to have one and we're going to leave. Mm-hmm. Drove to the station. So that's yeah, the ultimate sign of one and leave. Yeah. Right. Got to Bond Street, went in there and my personal shopper met me at the front right gave me a glass of champagne gave her a glass of champagne there was like waiters and waitresses in there because it was an event he told one of the waiters like whenever wherever they go just follow them and just keep topping up their glasses oh amazing i mean great right (laughs) that's the dream (laughs) yeah no so i went downstairs and um he showed me the collection i was like okay like i'm sure he's trying to get me drunk to buy something yeah which actually worked (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's probably like a tried and tested like. yeah tried and tested method so saw the collection and you know I'm there with my friend and uh, you know it was one of those ones where you're, you feel like you're in the friend zone forever with this person and mm. you never think anything romantic's happened I can't even call it a date because I don't feel like it's a date yeah so you know we're drink, we're sipping we're sipping we're sipping and he's topping up and topping up and topping up and I foolishly bought something I say foolishly I love it but yeah but I, I, I bought <laughs> something yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I bought something and he was like my personal shopper was like okay why don't you go upstairs now and there's a bar and a DJ upstairs mm. went upstairs and this guy's still following us through the floors just like topping up our glasses we got to the there was a bar open bar and they were making like funky cocktails spicy margaritas everything and by this stage, we were triple parked. Like, wow. basically, yeah. it's like, oh, I'll have one of those. I'll have one of those. And the guy's <laughs> topping up our glass at the same time. Yeah. And as you can imagine, we said we're going to do one and go home. It's turned mm. into about one. It's turned into about 17. <laughs> and we're just like drinking and drinking. And let's say um, things started to escalate between yeah. me and my friend. Uh, finished the fashion event with our, took my bag out. And they were like, oh, we're shutting. So I said, okay, well, let, let's go. They let us stay and finish. And we, and we finished and we left. And she was like, oh, let's have one more and we'll go home after that. I said, okay, fine. That sounds great. We'll go have one more. And we went to sketch. Have you ever sketch yeah i love yeah, that yeah. toilets yeah yeah i was literally but my line was literally to me i've been there for lunch breakfast breakfast lunch and dinner the best thing about the place is the toilet <laughs> <laughs> that's like the only thing i can really remember yeah. i think i ate there it was all right it was, like yeah it's nothing it's nothing, no nothing, nothing. i wouldn't say it's like the best place but <laughs> i did take a selfie in the toilet 100 percent. i'm sure like when we go to heaven like the toilet's gonna look like that yeah. <laughs> just eggs eggs um, so um oh we got to the front they were like oh we just have high stools left at the bar Right. I was like, sounds great. Like, you know, we'll just keep going, have one at the bar. Mm. Went to the high stores, got a couple of spicy margaritas. And like, things are still like escalating between us. So there's kissing, there's that like, hugging, there's, you know, it's escalating. Okay, cool. Yeah. And the, the high stools swivel. Uh-huh. So she swiveled herself, her back towards me. And okay. I've put my like hands around to, to like hug her. And the next thing you know, there's a big crash because <laughs> I've fallen off the stool. <gasps> onto the floor like backwards you went no I've gone to my right oh so like off this I don't know yeah I don't know how that's happened like has my bum like repositioned itself (laughs) and I've and I've heard this massive crack (gasps) on my right hand side no and I was like oh my god I've broken my wrist how the hell am I meant to go into work tomorrow and tell these like all these orthopedic surgeons that I've broken my wrist yeah so you can't perform I can't do anything exactly (laughs) I can't go to surgery can barely like write can barely examine patients so I'm like lying on the floor, probably half like Im- embarrassment and like pain. And I look at my wrist and I touch, you know, the main things and I can see that my uh, hand isn't broken. Thank mm. God. When I turn over to the other side. So I looked at my palm, it isn't broken, turned over to the other side. And my Apple Watch just smashed into a thousand pieces. Oh no. But I mean, probably better than your bones, but... I'm not sure. It's probably more expensive to replace my Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, well, the bones would be free. Yeah, the bones would get fixed for free. Viva the NHS. Thank God for the NHS. <laughs> yes. 
I've got to mention this. I've carried her with me. It's like when I've fallen over, I've because oh. I was hugging her. I've carried her with me. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. I can imagine the like <laughs> the bar people are sketch were like what on earth. The music stopped. <gasps> Everyone's looking at me. Bartender's like peeking over, like it's like something's happened down their street, and. Yeah, so um, oh, I'm God. like on the floor, of, like she's dusted herself off. She's got back to the stool. I'm like, like I'm like lying there, like embarrassment slash pain. Like, <laughs> what the hell am I meant to do here? Should I just laugh it off when I get back to the stool? Yeah. So I got back up to the stool. Bartender's gone. Are you okay, sir? Are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I thought oh, I'll just laugh it off. And uh, yeah, so I laughed off with her. But I don't know if she laughed it off because five minutes later she gone to the toilet, and then ten minutes later she's left. No. Oh, she just, like, made an excuse. Yeah, she's like, oh, still, do you remember I've got that boozy bunch? I better go to be in, like, top form. And I was like, oh. Uh, I was like, you still got half your spicy margarita here. And she's yeah. like, oh, no, it's, you know. Don't want we it. Don't want it anymore. I was like, okay. So I was like, oh, I'm going to sit there and just finish off both of these. Yeah. So I finished off both of them, got got home for work. And then the last bit of the story is horrendous. Just to add, just to add like, to a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Wake up in the morning. Got an Uber home. Wake up in the morning. Tried to look at my Apple Watch to see if I could fix it or, like, what repair. Yeah. I've lost it. Oh. I can't find it anywhere. She's gone. I, I don't know. I lost it in the Uber. I don't know how. Yeah. Like, how, how does one lose that Apple Watch? I don't know. <laughs> so that's the story about how in 10 hours I lost my friend because she doesn't talk to me anymore. Oh. Lost my Apple Watch and I lost my dignity. Cool. What? <laughs> yeah, what a rollercoaster. <laughs> It all seems to be going so well. I know, right? Oh, sad she didn't speak to you again, though. Like, the chair thing's... It is funny now you yeah. say it back. Like, I get it probably was humiliating at the time, like, for her as well, but to not talk to you again, that's a bit... I think it's probably the... A, it's a mixture of that and, like, the escalation of things. Some people, yeah. some people can't cope with that happening and then being friends afterwards. Yeah, it's true. I feel like you at least communicate that. You don't just, like, go someone. <laughs> not this grand old age of 28. <laughs> but trust me. Trust me. People need to act bigger. Yeah. If you're not feeling it, just say, like, sorry, I, we were friends. Like, you were already friends, so, like, you can just be, like, I, that day, I thought I'd try. Didn't work out for me anyway, but still want to be friends. I don't know. Be nice. Be civil, people. <laughs> Trust me, be civil indeed. Yeah. Well, that was that was ten out of ten, though. Thank Thanks. you for that amazing story. That's fine. <laughs> Just lessons learned. Don't don't drink too much and don't sit on a swivelly chair. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be like traumatised in those chairs. Yeah, no, on no, dates, no. you're going to be like, no, 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 no. At this table, at the table, floor height, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see you don't have an Apple Watch on anymore either. I oh, know. I need Pro- to get I need to get one before the next holiday. Right? Yeah. I just smashed mine as well, so oh, yeah. we're matching. <laughs> Looks just like a big tan line. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, oh god, what are we like? Okay, so what would your TED Talk topic be? Uh, it's quite um yeah okay my TED Talk topic um might be one of the controversial but I believe mm. in it hundred percent. Okay, I think and I've said it for years now after the Brexit vote, London should stop being the city of London and we should become the Republic of London, an international state by itself, like the Vatican. Whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah that is interesting. Right. An opinion. So, let me explain why. Yeah, go through the pros and cons. <laughs> right, pros, there's no cons. There's, there's, no no, cons. there's no cons. So, the pros. This city is the best city in the world. I've travelled around oh, the world. Yeah. This is the best city in the world. Transport, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Multiculturalism, like, there's no other city in the world yeah, that's yeah. multicultural like this. And that brings a second layer. When you have so many multicultural people in this city, it brings all the best chefs from all around the world. So, we have <laughs> the best food from all around the world, right? Yeah. If you want Indian food, if you want Chinese food, if you want, like, Italian food, most likely it's cooked by someone of that country yeah right? you're so, right yeah. so yeah just this weekend as an example look at the concerts that go around in London Ed Sheeran oh, at yeah. Wembley it's been mad exactly Elton John yeah. at Vicarage Road Harry Styles I was che- jealous I don't know <laughs> 
uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers at yeah, London. You, I literally like had loads of friends go to that, and I was like, I can't believe everyone's going to all these things. Like, it's awesome. Let's have that. Then you have great sport, great transport. Uh, so, like, let's say apart from domestic transport, like, the tube is immense. Oh, you got like five airports. Five airports, and yeah. you can tra- you, you get a direct flight to wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So yeah, and um, also we could be. As an economy, we could self-sustain London. <laughs> yeah, so what would we do with all the profits, I guess? We just become even better. Exactly. Although house prices are going to go like... Frigging I know. Joke. <laughs> I mean, then you then you don't have those Twitter trolls like going, oh, why is Sadiq stopping crime? Listen, everyone, everyone in London is happy with Sadiq. Like, we're good. And maybe house prices are a bit... Yeah, that's my only bad downside. But it's an interesting idea. I like it. I think after Brexit, I signed about 57 petitions saying London should become an independent state. Really? So yeah. it's like there's proper groups like movement towards this. There was a proper movement towards it at that time. I mean, we have 22% of the GDP. We're like self-sustainable. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, people... It's interesting. People always... When people ask me where I'm from, I always tell them London. I identify as a Londoner. We think differently to compared to a lot of places around the world. And like, for example, when I was away one time, someone... I was walking down the street and there was a guy from Amnesty International. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, do you know what Amnesty International was? It was me and my mate, both Londoners. And he was like... I was like, of course. Like, who doesn't know what Amnesty International was? And he goes, you know... 70% of Americans I ask don't know what Amnesty International is but everyone from London I ever ask always knows mm. we're conscious about the world yeah I think you're right it's because we're surrounded by people from other cultures like you, yeah. you're almost forced to learn about differences of people like I have friends from all different religions yeah. like ethnic backgrounds and I think it's so amazing like I love it because you learn so much and the, you know the, the great thing about having friends from it's the same for me right the great thing about having friends from all different backgrounds is you get to like you get to pick and choose the best things about yeah. it and incorporate it into your life yeah definitely I love that yeah it's like if you see that another culture is doing something you can pick yeah. it up and be like oh I love that bit exactly a good one for me is I love a lot of my friends are Jewish yeah and they do obviously their Friday night dinners yeah, yeah. and I love that as a concept just yeah. as in like if I have a family yeah. I think I might just <laughs> force yeah. not that I'm Jewish yeah. but force the Friday night dinner situation on my family to be like maybe not Friday but yeah. be like you know like one day a week we're all going to sit down and have dinner like together off our phones you know like That's just have like really good quality family time but like generally all like f- like faiths like try to be like it's great during ramadan i never used to fast but they always used to like my muslim friends always invite me for like if tar <laughs> like if tar in the evening so i get the best of both worlds right not fast they get to eat it's, it's just like <laughs> get all the good food yeah. you just get all the good food they're like wow um <laughs> yeah, yes. it's awesome yeah good ted talk or speaking of being you know yeah such hardcore london yeah <laughs> Uh, where is the best spot in London to go for Italian food oh yeah okay Italian food I lived in Italy for a year so so I'm not doing you know I can't do carbonara with cream or pancetta not this it's no flying right yeah so pizza or pasta we can do it both like I know the best spots for all of them yeah go on do pizza first because that is my like so I went to um, Dan Michele in Soho and they have one in Baker Street yes very good very good pizza I, I respect pizza pilgrims it does have an Italian yeah. name but I respect it's very good pizza we did their home kits yeah. in lockdown yeah. and they were so good so I was really impressed. Shout out to Pizza Pilgrims. Yeah. Pizza Pilgrims. <laughs> sponsor the team, man. Yeah, sponsor us. Come on. <laughs> Oh, um, so I think those two were like really good Dan McKellar Pizza Pilgrims very good actually it's one of my dreams to own a pizza restaurant really yeah. that's a cool dream but I want to sell it by the slice so when you live in Rome you sell it by weight or by slice mm. I feel like that's a concept that's not been tapped in London no not at all patent actually. pending yeah. um, <laughs> um, no one steal that one yeah so like if you have it on a main high street people can just walk in and they'll be like I want X amount of pizza and then we weigh it we sell it by weight that's it's so quick and easy so what about pasta pasta so padella I rate as well but it's very like commercial 
like, I don't want a queue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please let me book somewhere. So, um, Lacanda Locatelli, very good restaurant. Where's and um, that? It's in Mayfair. Okay. And um, Fresco Baldi as well, very good. Mm. I went on a pasta cooking course in Florence, and the, the guy there had worked in London, so he gave me all these like all these recommendations of places that he had worked at, and oh, he amazing. knew it was really good. So I basically went around and tested all of them. That's cool. I have this thing on Instagram, right? It's, uh, I call myself the carbonara connoisseur. I just go, <laughs> I just go around and just taste them. So carbonara is like your ultimate favorite oh, yeah, thing. Because because I, I lived in Rome, Rome like carbonara's from Rome. Yeah. So if you ever go to Rome, Trastevere, it's like a it's where all the American universities are, but that's where carbonara generated from. You mm. can find all the best carbonaras there. Love if that. it's not up to that like authentic level, I can't eat carbonara. No dice. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, and what is your moan of the moment? It's a weird one, but I think it comes up every year. My moan of the moment is Love Island. Oh, okay. I love it though, but I think if they made me producer, I could get like 10 times the ratings. <laughs> I love that claim. <laughs> Go on, what would you do? So it's a four point plan. Okay. Maybe four point. God, you really point. thought about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, really. Because every year I'm like, I, get, I get frustrated at the same time like a dad every year. Like, <laughs> first one. We need more dad bods in there. Yeah. Like, it would make things so much more relatable. Mm -hmm. Like, the last few seasons, just, like, get rid of all the influencers. And they've done a bit better this season. Yeah. But, like, just get rid of all the influencers. Yeah, they need, like, normal people that you can relate to. Right. This season, my issue as well is, they're so young. Mm. Like, 19, like, you know. Yeah, you're not looking for luck, are you? The the Twitter stuff about her age was so funny. (laughs) Have you read, like, some of them? No, I actually haven't. So I was like, how can you be on Love Island having not gone to uni or voted in a general election? (laughs) Gosh. Uh, the twins are so savage. Yeah. But it's just also it's so irresponsible, I think, of the producers to mm. put someone like low tier influencer fame to that level of fame at 19. It's crazy. Like, right? they're going to have all sorts of mental health problems and you just see it and it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Pick and the 30 year olds. Exactly. They have more like mental like stability or they know yeah. what they want. I think if the concept is for people to find love, I think yeah. that's the wrong age group. To it have is. It. Exactly. Yeah. And they'd also have just so much more interesting stuff to say. 100%. When people have like, when when you've like lived life, you have more experiences to share, yeah. more things to do. Yeah, exactly. All my favorite podcasters are thirty plus because yeah. like they just have stuff to say that's exactly. useful. <laughs> exactly. I watch it. Don't get me wrong. I think those those two. Third point would be it comes up every year, but I think we need more ethnic representation. Yeah, they don't do great on that part. I keep seeing TikToks flying around about like how they <laughs> how they should do it with the percentage of the population, though. Yeah, because it's like actually I can't remember what the statistics is but mm. so much of the UK population is white yeah I get that that's fair because you know people make up a certain amount of population and they should do it by I completely agree they should do it by percentage but I think they should do the key thing that I don't like about it is the coverage that they get mm. you don't feel like they, they get enough coverage of when the ethnic people or people of other you know cultures are in there they often get downplayed and they're like side pieces yeah. where compared to the yeah. that's very true and then that influences who wins right yeah. because if you see this couple you think oh it's going great but the other couple could be going great but they're just not getting any tv time yeah and they do not split it evenly at all do they and it's all about obviously how much we see yeah determines who wins of course obviously and i do think i thought this before that they pre-pick who they'd quite like to win and then they show that more than the others even if they're not which is what i found it's like um dr alex yes you know obviously he got so much airtime yeah 
and he wasn't in a relationship any of the time. No. So he shouldn't have really got any. Obviously, he's funny and whatever, but, like, they clearly picked him as someone that they really wanted to showcase on their show. Of course. So you can just see it, like, because if he was anyone else that wasn't as interesting, he would have got no airtime. Everyone would have been like, who's he? He's just some random bloke that's chilling in the villa, you know? He's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I think, so those are my, that's a three-point plan that I could, you know, I could raise the... Shape it up. Shape it up, yeah. Yeah. They probably could do with, like, some young people coming in and, like, modernising it a bit and just making it a bit more. Do you remember, like, the original series of, like, Big Brother or Love Island? Those were the best. They just yeah. threw, they just threw people in there that it's just they really random. wanted to be in there. Yeah. It's the same with all of them, though. Like, I watched Too Hot to Handle, oh, yeah. and I really like that. Yeah. But now it's not the same when they tell them that they're in Too Hot to Handle. I'm yeah. like, you must know this. Like, yeah. you know the show yeah. exists. Like, some of them are like, oh, I've never heard of it. And I was like, bollocks. <laughs> You're, like, on a reality TV <laughs> show. You probably have watched all the others. Exactly. You, I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, how thick can you be? You go in there, and you see all these Alexas around there in this villa. You're like, surely I'm on Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> Like, surely like cones yeah exactly I mean I think they hide the cones to be fair but like it's just there isn't many shows like that I think they, they're told that they're on like a new one aren't they but it's just bollocks <laughs> it is rubbish okay and final question what are your non-negotiables yeah so I can't marry a Spurs fan no <laughs> I'm just joking. Half joke. No, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> we'll deal with it when it happens. Um, I think, have you watched The Ultimatum? Yes. Yeah. So I think my my points I took away from that were, you can't, go, I believe, you can't go into marriage or having kids, having any doubts about it. Mm. So I think long-term non-negotiables would be marriage and kids. But I explained to like long-term and like short-term. Yeah. So like, I think some things we've already gone through them. So like a foodie, I can't have you go into restaurants and having salads. Like, I do not eat that way. Like... <laughs> Just can't have you it. You just can't have it. Like, yeah. You can't you can't share my chips, but like we you know Well we, you wanna split food. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like try some of theirs. Ex- yeah, exactly. You don't want to be trying their Caesar salad. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> oh, it, it gives me shivers thinking about it. Amazing. Um I like to I like to travel, so they have to be yeah. I'm also like really outgoing and social, so I'm always I'm always out doing something and mm. would like somebody to experience that with me. It's not that like every weekend, but I'm an outside per not an outside as in adventurous type of things, but I like to fill my weekends. Yeah. I mean I regret it on Monday, but you know, I love it on Saturday and Sunday. You know, pushing too hard social, you can like really back it in. Yes, of course. But then, obviously, being a doctor in lockdown, I used to love going to work. People like, you love going to work. Yeah. yeah, it was social at work. Like, yeah, you get we, to talk to people. And it was socially distanced. Like for the narcs that are listening, it was socially distanced. <laughs> but we could, you know, you could have coffee and speak to somebody that was two meters away. Yeah. Like, you know, those were you know nice things, and you just see different. It's people. just you see a patient contact. Like obviously, some of them were sick, but obviously, some of them were getting better. And I think probably the last, I wouldn't say it's a non-negotiable, but I think a strong preference is somebody that's like socially aware because I'm very socially aware mm. so like I'm constantly reading the news about things that have happened so this like Roe versus Wade stuff is really bothering me oh and god it's crazy yeah Oh, and actually, I think that was the first news story yeah. that I actually cried about mm. when I saw it. Like, I just, it was so deeply horri- horrifying to yeah. me and like distressing that I actually like shed tears. And I was like, I don't, I mean, obviously, there's so much stuff in the world that's really upsetting. Of course. But I think that one just really struck me because it was such an obvious decision to me. Like, you know, like natural disasters and stuff like mm. that, people don't influence this. Yes. This was just like people choosing that's how we should live. 
live well not us but american women i just i literally just can't like i don't i can't wrap my head around how mad that is it's crazy right so i mean i'm always it's horrible it's bad but i spend like my apple phone tells me it's spent i spend 11 hours on my phone a day but half of that's just reading news and reading like history and i love just reading on my phone mm. um so like, it's like that and like reading the background of that and the other thing in the last couple of weeks the rwanda thing disgrace like another yeah. disgrace thing like, yeah awful so i mean somebody that i could and talk- that was choice yeah so somebody I could talk to about these things would make life a lot easier and yeah. they could understand me and, and we don't have to agree about everything but to have a debate about it would be nice. I do agree. You you want someone just to be a bit aware especially yeah, it's just important isn't it? Of course. And like you said in London we're surrounded by so much of it other people will be talking about it you know like I don't know I'm not communicating very well today. No but I, think, like, I completely agree because like for example that Roe versus Wade thing happened early Friday lunch well it was like around Friday about three o'clock and right. by like seven o'clock there was this thing going around we're protesting outside the American government. Which other cities around the world did that? Yeah, yeah. I just feel like we are surrounded by the, the news all the time and it's just important to keep up with it, really. I agree. Especially on really depressing topics. But we're moving on. On, from... to, on to bigger and better things. <laughs> to happy things, yes. which is your bestie work. Um, I sent a few people a few threats thinking it would be them. So let's see if, this, if those threats have come to fruition. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Ready? Yeah, let's do it. My mate is truly one of a kind. There are so many words to describe him, from fashionista, bougie, family-orientated, loyal. These are just a few words that come to the top of my head. Let's start with the first one, fashionista. This man has more Ralph Lauren shirts than Infernos on a Saturday night. Dior, Versace, Fendi, name a brand and he'll have it. That's not the only thing he splashes out on. Don't get me wrong, he loves the Mackies. This man also loves to dabble in London's finest restaurants as well. So if you are lucky enough to go on a date with him, then he will make sure your wine dined and 49 that's right, 49. He'll be singing the famous Arsenal song 49-49 Undefeated. He's a gunner through and through, so please don't be a Spurs fan. He's also a jet setter. Even this year, he's been to LA, Miami, Malta, Barcelona. This man is the second coming of Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide 2.0. I've been lucky enough to go on holidays with him, once to his adopted ancestral home of Turkey, and this man was in his element. My mate is driven, he knows where he wants to go, and he also wants to have fun whilst doing it. I think whoever does this journey with him will be a lucky girl. It's one of the few people I didn't send a threat to. <laughs> I think he got everything. Yeah, he, he did. It was very, very good. He even got spurs in there. I know, I know. He, it shows that my friends know me well. I think he also, um, he touched on something I missed about London becoming an in- independent state. Oh, yeah? We have loads of McDonald's, so I'll be happy with that. Like... <laughs> got tons of them. I know. Yeah. Like, I used to live in King's Cross and yeah. I'd have to walk... Like, you know, they're opposite each other on yeah, the road. And I literally, like, would have to walk past both of them. And I was like, I can't not stop now. I'm a big Mackey's fan. Big. La- last wedding I went to, it was, it was an international wedding. And a friend of a friend owns all the McDonald's on their island. Mad. And we were very drunk. And I spent half an hour, like, just talking to him about McDonald's. Like, <laughs> you should bring this burger back. You should bring this burger back. I'll take this one away. Why have you taken this one away? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a graveyard of all their like yeah, ex products. Exactly. He was like, he he was shocked. He was like, "How do you know McDonald's from this island so well?" And I was like, "I'm such a fan." Just a fan of McDonald's. <laughs> oh no! To be fair, talking about traveling, yeah, like that is one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Go to McDonald's in different countries, like the ones in China, mind blowing. <laughs> really? Yeah, they've got rice. What? Yeah. <laughs> Have you not been? No. Oh, oh my God, I make it a thing that I have to go to McDonald's if it's like, you know, like 
very different culture to us. I, I just go to McDonald's even if it isn't a different culture. Yeah. When I was 18, I went on a cruise with my family around all the Baltic states. Mm-hmm. And I, I played off as I was, I was doing an economic test to see how much a portion of chips cost. <laughs> in reality, I just wanted to go to McDonald's in every country. Just <laughs> to say that I'd been... Yeah, you need to try the specials. They're mad, like, in different countries. I love it. Is it the best in China? Um, That was just the most different. I was just mm. shocked that McDonald's would have rice. To yeah. be honest, like, it just... My favourite was the one in Argentina. Really? Yeah, because they're obsessed with avocado. Uh-huh. So, like, every single burger had avocado, and that's, like, my favourite thing. So I literally was just, like, <laughs> living the dream. They'd also have, like, not McDonald's, but mm. on the streets, they'd just have hot dogs with yeah. avocado in it. Wow. And I just... Pfft, oh, I was just that's so happy there. They're big foodies, like, yeah. South America in general. So, yeah, their McDonald's was... <laughs> Spot on for me. Middle East McDonald's is my favourite. A lot of chicken options because I love chicken uh, McDonald's. Spicy Big Mac. Sorry, spicy Chicken Big Mac. <laughs> spicy McChicken Sandwich. It's so good. Spicy Nuggets. Love it. Oh, also, you having more Ralph Lauren shirts than Inferno's on a Saturday night. That was like one of the best lines I think I've ever heard. <laughs> it's because I go to... I go, I, I'm lucky because I'm from some family in America. I just go there with an empty suitcase and just go to an outlet and just keep like... I, them, I, yeah. I wear shirts every day, so... Yeah, to, yeah. To keep, you know, to keep having them. It was yeah. a great line. It was so good. I was like, oh, I can just picture it. Like the sea <laughs> of Ralphie <laughs> in Inferno's. <laughs> Need to branch out now. I could never wear one again after he mocked me like that. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, clearly you're very true to yourself and that is awesome. So. Yes. Well done, you. Thanks. <laughs> Pat on my back. Yeah. Okay. Final section, this or that. Okay. So I'm going to give you two options. Yeah. Go with your gut. Go on then. Ooh, I picked a hard one to start with. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about this, Rob. All right. Would you rather lose your sight or your memories? Memories. Really? Just make new ones. You've got a lot of memories, though. True. Oh, I but nev- losing your sight is so bad, isn't it? I'd never get to watch an Arsenal game again, would I? No. And memories, I'd just be like, Cameron, well, I'd be like, 100 first dates. Yeah. Yeah, I think you just have to make new memories. Uh, yeah. Just do it all again. Do it all again. Yeah, fair. Delivery or sit down restaurant? Mmm. Okay, can you get... What What time of day is it? Um, it's kind of up to your interpretation. Um, it's a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. I, I like to have the bit of Italian Italy that I stole from me was... I like long sit-down meals. Oh, yeah. Like, have a little bit of wine, have some limoncello afterwards, have a coffee afterwards, <laughs> walk around for a bit afterwards, sit-down meals. Would you rather lounge by the pool or on the beach? Good one. It is. It's a tough one. I would struggle with this. Can I have a lounger by the beach? Yeah, yeah, sorry, it's in like, you can, I, it's just like, if you're at a hotel, it's, you know, yeah. like a beach hotel, oh, yeah, do you sit by the pool or by the, on the beach? Oh, by, it'll be by the beach as long as I have a lounger with the asterisks on it, because I hate sand being everywhere once I get back from the beach. <laughs> yeah, that would be why yeah. I normally pick pool. Yeah, so uh, with a lounger, the sand, the beach. The beach, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Is the view. Yeah. We like the view. <laughs> it's a random one. Would you put the toilet paper going over or under? Under, it's a crime to do it over. <laughs> it's funny how people have strong opinions about that. Yeah, it's a crime. <laughs> it's a crime. <laughs> Amazing. Is that like, do you learn that at work or something? Or is that just like a preference? No, I, think, I remember just, I see it on Twitter a lot. People saying it's a crime, but I always did it that way anyway. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a crime. Would you rather have 10 years with a perfect partner yeah. or a year with your celebrity crush? 10 years with my perfect partner. Yeah. Yeah. Something more so. meaningful. Could be a celebrity, I guess. Yeah. Your perfect partner. <laughs> oh, no, cele- you know, yesterday I was in London, I saw um, Millie Bobby Bound just walking around. Oh, that's she cool. She's very incognito. 
Yeah. She's well, not she my like, crush, by the way. But no, no. But, but, but yeah. she had what? She had like sunglasses. Sunglasses on. Cap, yeah. normally. Cap, yeah. yeah. But any celebrities I want to date as well, like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up. Hit me up, HMU, bro. <laughs> You've got enough connections, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, final one. Mm. Would you rather drink from a toilet mm. or pee in a litter box? <sighs> pee in a litter box? I yeah, I think. Know, oh, drinking from a toilet, that like, that's very, non- as a doctor, that's so unsanitary. <laughs> How could I walk back to my profession doing that? <laughs> probably couldn't, yeah. yeah. They probably strike me off the record. Like, they strike me off. Can't go back to work after that. Too, too dirty. Yes, that's dirty one. Awesome. That yeah. concludes the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's Welcome. Fun. Do you have any final words? I do. I'd just like to just say quick thanks to my friends. It can be a bit repetitive often. Me moaning and whinging about the dating world out there and they're always there to support me. So Aww. just a shout out to them. That's nice. It always gets appreciated. It's always appreciated. Never think it doesn't, but that's for them. Thank you. So I'm sure you'll know the process by now, but just in case you don't, if you'd like to date this character, please contact the podcast's Instagram at Single Sounds and DM us to let us know. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great week. Try not to melt today and I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>